Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. Welcome back, Dan. Hi. It's, I never left. Oh. Um, I just stayed just, here. You stayed here in this room yeah. the last week? Yeah. <laughs> I don't make me go home. It's normal, right? The, the small small human being at home is needy. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a, a, a what do they call it, a, a staycation? Uh, sure. Yeah, I was thinking this more as like a, like a sanctuary. Really? <laughs> All right. <laughs> no windows. These are the hallowed halls of multifamily. Mm. So Reed had an idea for an episode today, which I have not researched it. I have some experience with it from many, many years back. And I'm surprised to hear that it is becoming in vogue yet again or people are talking about using it on bigger pockets and mm. reed said that there was a 300 percent increase in search volume for this one term does that seem surprising um, what you know i yeah i guess it yeah it is surprising hmm. is that accurate is that did i don't you know if it's accurate reed reed's nodding yes it is the internet <laughs> said this is true so we're gonna go with it so here's here's the topic for the day that we're gonna explore is uh pulling a HELOC to invest in another property or using your HELOC as a means for getting into other other deals. This is actually something that I have done in the past many years ago when interest rates were incredibly low. When, I, when you can get your HELOC um, for you know 5% and you could easily go out there at a time and get 8% to 10% cash on cash and 15%, 20% IRRs, and yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I don't love it for long-term deals. For short-term flips, great. Much easier hurdle to hit, though, when your interest rate is really low. I'm really surprised to hear that people are so interested in using a HELOC at this moment in time. That is surprising. It just seems like such a high hurdle. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering when that spike occurred. Reed, do you have any idea? Yeah, he's saying he doesn't know. Okay, because I just happened to uh, stumble across a Dave Ramsey video like two days ago. Basically, <coughs> bless you. Uh, basically, um, you know, it was, it was a montage of him trashing HELOCs. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> but it was a lot of people calling into his show asking like, hey, should I get a HELOC to uh, like buy my next house? And then it was kind of convoluted. But it was a bunch of people asking him different ways uh or, or, or about different reasons why they might want to use a HELOC. And obviously he says, no, 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 no. But like the thing I would say to people when they want to use debt to get into a real estate deal is like, if you can afford to pay for the juice and not have any of the returns come that you're expecting, sure. maybe. But otherwise these days, I mean, it's, it's a high hurdle. I don't, I don't know what you pay on a HELOC these days, but I, I guess it's probably like 10%. It was at the know? time when I was doing it, it was 200 basis points over prime. So it'd be, yeah, it's probably like 10 now. It'd be close to 10. Yeah. And that's just such a high hurdle. I don't know where you're getting those yields on uh, where on a risk-adjusted basis that makes makes that makes sense. Yeah. I'd be really careful with that. I think that's a it's a fine strategy um, at different points in the market cycle, but 
using debt when debt's so expensive in grand scheme of things debt's not that expensive right now but you know it's higher than it definitely has been over the last five years so i don't i don't know if this is the right time to be doing that especially because you're tapping into your home equity mm-hmm. which depending on when you last had that thing appraised that might not be the number you think it is at yeah. the moment that might be coming back a little bit lower from the bank and because what the bank is going to tell you it's worth is different than what you could take it to the market and get so you might actually be able to go to the market and sell your house at the equity you know multiple that you think right now the bank is probably not going to give you that on the, on the, the appraisal. Yeah, I mean, bottom line, you're you're literally betting the house, right? So, like, is yeah. it worth it to, uh, you know, leverage up your your primary residence to try an investment property? If you've never done it before, just no, no. You, I think maybe one of the reasons people might be exploring this so, um, so hungrily is they're thinking that now is like the best time to buy. Like we're at all time lows it's a bloodbath there's deals out there there's just opportunities everywhere and i don't think that's the case i think there are good opportunities a lot of buying opportunities are coming and there is a price correction occurring but i don't think it's it's the type of situation where you're like sell everything so that you can free up dry powder and go on a shopping spree i don't think it's i don't think we're there yet no i think a lot of it has to do with just the fact that people have seen the values of their homes increase so much though so they're like "Ooh, i feel pretty rich like let's let's use this for something so yeah, I don't know. I, I would say if you're trying to get into this business and you don't have any experience, don't leverage up your house to do it. Um, if you found some sort of opportunity where there's a spread and you're going to make 20% returns maybe. and you're paying 10%, okay, maybe, but likelihood of that right now is, is tough. I, I think the only case I would realistically use a HELOC at this moment was to invest into my own business where I think I could go and get like 20, 30, 40%, maybe more mm-hmm. um, returns. But into real estate, real estate, uh, unless you're in like the really speculative stuff, it, it's never really going to generate much more between 15 and 30 percent. And that's over a long period of time. Yeah, that's going to take a bit to get there. And I, I don't think HELOC is the, the right vehicle for that personally. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just it, the other side of the argument is maybe you're young and you're dumb. Then maybe good. Yeah, you got plenty of time to make it back if you lose it. But like you said, this is literally where the idea of like betting the house, that's a, that, really, that, that phrase is really on the nose. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Ramsey's getting to us. Oh my God. Are we getting old? I is this what, is this what, this is what happens. You just turn, you slowly turn into Dave Ramsey. It's one of my favorite lines from the Batman movies is uh, you live long enough. To, you either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. Mm, that's a good one. Is that yeah. Dark Knight? It might, yeah, yeah, I think so. It's 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 the one with uh, Harvey Dent and um, oh, yeah, he says it, right? Something like that. Yeah. He's like, "You're not the hero we need, but you're the one that we deserve," or something, yeah. <laughs> or whatever that is. But it's the same thing here. Like, you stay in the game long enough, and we all become Dave Ramsey. <laughs> so yep. he is the villain or the hero. <laughs> but yeah, don't pull out a HELOC. That's my recommendation. Um, or you know, you do you, but do it with the knowledge that you're probably taking on an extreme amount of risk right now. And, and don't tell Dave. Do not tell Dave. He will scream at you. He will not be happy. Don't tell your mom either because you know how she feels about Dave. And um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Thank you. Good night. Good morning. Cheers.
Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.